Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a successful business. My name's Marie and I'm a website designer based in the UK. And each week I will bring you simple and actionable tips to help with your website, your marketing and just running a small business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 119 of the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. This week, I want to give you some tips for website testimonials. Testimonials are incredibly powerful weapons in your marketing arsenal. When it comes to your website, visuals are the hook to get people interested. In fact, I talked about photography last week. The layout directs people where to go, and it's very important too. And copy sells. In fact, all three are equally important. The most powerful part of copy, though, is testimonials and case studies. And that's because we all want somebody who can help us with whatever it is that we need. And the best way of demonstrating that you help people is showing that you've already helped people just like them with whatever you need. That what you do works. It's worked for others and therefore they can be confident it will work for them too. And while writing about how you help somebody is good and something that you should be doing, somebody else saying how you've helped them is even better. It supercharges your website. When I'm looking to work with somebody or buy something, I always check out their reviews or testimonials. Reviews, testimonials, it's the same thing. And I know I'm not alone. My brother was down last week and we were looking at things to do in London on the Sunday. And it was really funny because every suggestion, he immediately went to look at reviews and he would discard places if the reviews were not good enough. Yes, we all know there are plenty of fake reviews online, but they still influence whether or not we buy. Now, pages of testimonials saying Beyond the Kitchen Table were great, you know, aren't the most effective. I mean, pretty good for the ego, but we want more than an ego boost. We want leads, bookings and sales. So what you want is the kind of testimonials that show your ideal client that you helped somebody like them get the kind of result they want to get. This is crucially important. People are buying results, buying the results of what you offer. They're not buying the features. And as well as nudging people to book or buy from you or whatever action you're asking them to take, the right kind of testimonial can be incredibly powerful in positioning or repositioning your business to work with the kind of people you want to work with and doing the kind of work you want to do going forward. In fact, many of the websites we build are for people who want to reposition their business, that they want to work with certain type of people going forward, or they want to pivot slightly and do certain type of work, and they need a website that's going to represent that. And a website, and indeed testimonials, can attract the kind of people you want to work for, and the kind of work you want to do. I told you they were powerful. (laughs) So what is the right kind of testimonial? Well, firstly, it shows the kind of work you want to do more of. So we use a plumber. He is highly in demand. I'll tell you how much in demand he is, because a couple of years ago, we had to wait five weeks for him to replace our boiler. It was February. It was flipping freezing. (laughs) But I didn't want anybody else to replace our boiler. So I waited the five weeks. He's very skilled. Okay. He gets loads of calls from people asking him to do things like repair dripping taps, toilets that don't flush, blocked pipes, you know, the kind of thing. 
and he's very capable of doing that kind of work. But what he really wants to do and be known for is boiler work, replacing, servicing and repairing boilers. But the testimonials that he's got include the likes of succeeded in quickly fixing our taps and shower where two previous plumbers had failed. It's a great testimonial. And guess what? If you're looking for somebody to fix your taps or shower, especially if you've tried somebody else and realised the job is not as straightforward as it looks, this testimonial is going to make you think he is absolutely the guy for the job. I mean, you know, he's helped somebody else do exactly that. But if you want somebody to fit a new boiler, you're going to think he's great with taps and showers, but this kind of testimonial is not going to convince you he's the right person for your boiler job because it doesn't say anything about boilers. It's not necessarily going to put you off, but it doesn't convince you that he's the right person for your boiler job. If you're a plumber wanting to do boiler work, then you need to show testimonials about boiler work. And obviously, this doesn't just work for plumbers. <laughs> it works for whatever industry you're in. Whatever you want to do more of is the kind of testimonials that you show. And I know it sounds obvious when you put it like that, but so many businesses just use the best testimonial. It doesn't matter if the testimonial is glowing. If it is not the kind of work you want to do, then don't show it. Or at the very least, don't show it in the most important places. And if you do lots of things and want to continue to do lots of different things, then show the variety. Show all of the things that you do in the testimonials you show on your website. So use testimonials that show the kind of work you want to do and what you want to be known for and you'll attract more clients who are looking for that. The second tip is to show testimonials that represent the kind of people you want to work with. When people are looking to buy, they want to see that you've helped people like them that are in the same predicament that they are. And if they're looking for a reason not to buy, then often they will use the excuse that you don't help people like them. So if you're a fitness coach, for example, who wants to specialise in helping midlife women, then you should show testimonials from midlife women. Yes, you might work with others, but if I'm a midlife woman, which I am, looking for a fitness coach, then I'm not going to be convinced you're the person to help me if your website is full of testimonials from men or from women who are a lot younger or older than me. I want to see that you've helped somebody just like me or even better, several women like me and that they rave about you. If you want to work with just or mainly women, then just use testimonials from women. And obviously, if you want to work with men, then use testimonials from men. And it's not just demographics. If you want to work more with particular industries and less with others, then use testimonials from businesses in the industries you want to work more with and none or less of the ones you don't want to work with. So when I started out building websites, I built websites for a much wider range of clients than I do now. I built a couple of e-commerce websites, shop websites, basically. I don't do that anymore. And I've got some great testimonials from the work I did on those, but you have not seen them on my website for years because I quickly made the decision I would work with service-based industries. And therefore, the only testimonials on my website are from service-based industries. Those e-commerce ones have gone. And it won't necessarily stop other people coming to you. It's certainly not stop me getting inquiries for the e-commerce website, but it will reduce them. And most importantly is it should increase the number of inquiries from the kind of people you really want to work with. 
because they're finding you a much more attractive proposition. So the third tip is to show what you want to be known for. And of course, the first question is, what do you want to be known for? But the kind of testimonials you share paint a picture of the kind of person or business you are. Do you want to be known for being friendly, to being helpful, for being professional? What do you want to be known for? So we work a lot with clients who are not tech savvy or who are afraid of tech. They don't like jargon. And indeed, many of our testimonials talk about how helpful we are, how we hold our clients' hands through the process and how we don't talk in tech jargon or talk down to them. That is how we are, but we've also chosen to highlight those kind of testimonials in key places as we want to work with clients who are looking for somebody like that. And it differentiates us because a lot of people who build websites are men and they mansplain to people or they assume certain knowledge. And a lot of clients have come to us having had a bad experience with those kind of people. They just don't feel that they get them. And so they want somebody who is going to talk to them in plain English. If you want to attract clients who care about the cost of what you do, then use testimonials which talk about how cheap you are. (laughs) And on the contrary, if you want to move away from clients that are looking for the lowest costs, then use testimonials which talk about the service you offer rather than the cost of it. And perhaps how it was worth what they paid. If you want to move away from short-term work and towards long-term relationships, then show testimonials from clients who talk about having this kind of relationship with you rather than the needed some last-minute help to get something fixed kind of client. We built a website for an accountancy client who wanted to move away from last-minute help with tax returns and towards long-term relationships with clients. One of the first things that we did is we removed the testimonials which enthused about how great they were, working quickly to turn around tax returns these clients had left until the last minute. And we replaced them with testimonials from the kind of clients they wanted to work with going forwards, which referred to the great relationships they had, and how they considered them being part of the team. And this was quite difficult for our client, I will admit, because they didn't want to get rid of all of these amazing testimonials that they had. And whilst it's unlikely to stop calls from people needing help with last-minute tax returns, who, frankly, are likely to be pretty desperate for help, it shows people who want an accountant that will be there for them all year that they are the right people for them. And certainly that has been their experience since they got their new website. Now, testimonials don't always have to be completely positive. It goes without saying that the testimonials you use should, of course, be positive about the experience that that client has had. But having some negativity is not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) So for example, you might have a testimonial that talks about you not being the cheapest, or even that they thought you were expensive, but you were worth the price. Or that they had to wait a long time to work with you, but it was worthwhile. Sometimes that can even emphasise how good you are. And similarly, showing how you deal with issues can be a good thing. We're all human and sometimes things go wrong. Showing that you have dealt with issues can overcome concerns that people might have. For example, if you are an interior designer, somebody might be concerned that they might not like what you give them. A testimonial that talks about them not liking the design initially presented, but how you met, talked it through, you made the changes and that they love the end result is likely to be more powerful than one that just states how much they love the end design. 
And that leads me on to the fact that many people who are considering working with you will have some concerns. And testimonials can be a great place to overcome these concerns. So potential clients of ours have got a number of worries. Some potential clients might worry that we won't get their vision. This is really common, actually. And that's because people, their business is their baby and they are really protective of it and their vision for it. And a testimonial from a client that talks about how they were concerned that we wouldn't get their vision, but we did and delivered an end result that they love can convert those people with the same concern. Potential clients might be concerned they'll end up paying more than quoted. Again, this is really common, especially in our industry. It's obviously quite common that people do end up paying more. Um, It's not something that we do. But a testimonial that talks about how a client was concerned, price would be higher than quoted, but ultimately they were surprised to find that the end price was exactly what was quoted up front can help overcome those objections. Similarly, potential clients might worry that you will persuade or force them to do something they don't want to do. And again, addressing this in their testimonials can help show that it's not true. So we worked with a baby and child sleep consultant, and they said that many of their potential clients were concerned that they would be told to let their baby or young child cry in order to get them to sleep. Now, my children are teens now, and certainly even when they were babies, that was something that a lot of people advocated. And as a mum, that's really difficult, and I can certainly understand the concern that people might have about doing that. And I'm certainly not judging you if you think that that is a good thing to do. But my client doesn't believe you should let a baby cry themselves to sleep. Testimonial talks about this concern and how their child didn't cry and nor were they advised to let their baby cry. It's much more powerful than you saying it. So how do you get testimonials like this? Well, the most important thing is that you've got to ask for them. (laughs) If you don't ask for a testimonial, clients will sometimes completely off their own back, provide a testimonial, but usually you need to ask them for a testimonial or review. And one of the things that we do is when we get to the end of a website project is we have a questionnaire for clients and we talk them through a number of different questions um, and get their feedback on it. So we ask them things like what they were concerned about before they started working with us. And that's something which shows some of the issues that people might have that can be overcome. So we've got four or five questions, they're not long, The longer your questionnaire, then the less likely people are to complete it. But we have four or five questions. And then at the end, we ask them if they can provide a review and if they can maybe pull out some of the points that they've made above. And that really helps both us to get the kind of review that we want to get. But also it helps our clients because you know what it's like when you get asked to provide a review. You've got a blank piece of paper and you're saying, oh, what do I say? Whereas by guiding people through a number of questions and making them think a little bit about the process, then they're much more likely to highlight certain things that are useful to be highlighted. So first of all, ask for them. And secondly, doing something like a questionnaire, it's really good to get the more extensive feedback. And we sometimes get feedback on things and we have improved our processes over the years as a result of the feedback that we've got from clients. There are certainly things that we are always looking to improve. So That feedback is useful from that perspective as well, but it's also useful to get a a much more comprehensive review than you might otherwise get. So let's wrap up. The best testimonials, as I have said, are the ones where the potential clients you want to work with can see themselves. Okay, These are the most effective. 
So use testimonials that are from the kind of clients you want to work with in future, of the kind of work you want to do more of, and or illustrative of the kind of person or business that you are. It can also be helpful to include testimonials that show you don't always get everything right, but you do deliver in the end, and testimonials that show the concerns some people may have about working with you. Because the right kind of testimonials are powerful weapons when it comes to attracting more like these kind of clients. And if you are looking for a new website and you want to work with a website designer that is not going to mansplain to you, that is going to hold your hand through the process and guide you so that you end up with a great website at the end, then check out our own reviews. There's many on our website. There's a portfolio section on our website which has client case studies, which explains some of the issues that we were trying to deal with when we were working with individual clients. And we've also now just collected our 30th review on Google Business Profile. That's 30 all five-star reviews. So please do take a look at those. And if you are looking for a website designer for a new website in the next couple of months, then please do get in touch. We are, as I record this at the end of February, we've got a couple of spaces actually in March, which is unusual, but we've just had a couple of clients push their websites back. And now we're booking for after Easter to start as well. So please do get in touch. Say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or on Instagram at beyondthekt. That's it for this week. See you all next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow or subscribe to be informed of new episodes. And don't forget to share with a friend. Thank you so much.